Hey, welcome back to a verse, a comment, a prayer, a blessing. Today is October 20th, 2022, and we're going to look at a few verses in Proverbs chapter 7 uh, this morning. And so, um, like I said, kind of changing the format up a little bit, uh, a little bit more podcast-based than text-based. So you've got the verse in the notes below Um but uh, I'm going to be kind of speaking through the text a little bit. It's a little bit easier for me to get these done in the morning. Also, I'll apologize in advance. Um, uh, it's kind of allergy season here in Houston. Maybe it's always allergy season, but uh, for whatever it's worth, I'm, I'm feeling it a little bit more this morning than typical. So um, I, to, I typically shoot these uh, podcasts in one take. So I've got to clear my voice or something like that. Um, you know, forgive me. And if my dog barks in the background again, like uh, yesterday, then um, she got scared and have mercy on her. All righty. So let's look at Proverbs 7, uh, 21 through 23 this morning. Uh, it says, with persuasive words, she led him astray. She seduced him with her smooth talk. All at once, he followed her like an ox going to the slaughter, like a deer stepping into a noose, like till an arrow pierces his liver, like a bird darting into a snare, little knowing it will cost him his life. So just a little bit of context here. Um, this first section of the book of Proverbs is written from the perspective of Solomon, um, the son of David, um, king of Israel. And he is writing this instruction um, to a son. And so um, much of the language will be directed toward a son. And uh, that's why um, it's a warning against an adulterous woman. That's not because um, it's trying to be chauvinistic or misogynistic and suggest that women are um, uh, the, the downfall of men or something to that effect. Um, he's he's particularizing or, or contextualizing his instruction to his son because of the threat that his son is going to um, face as a result of his son's own uh, sinful desire. And so um, really, uh, depending on, regardless of whether you're a male or female um, listening to this this morning, the instruction is for all of us. And the danger and the cost of being led astray um, by our desires. So don't let the uh, the gendered language of um, her persuasive words, whatnot, make you go, oh, well, this is not relevant to me or whatnot. Um, ad adultery in this passage uh, is just one example of sin that leads to death. And it's one that is... Um, particularly associated with our desires and how these desires <clears throat> lead us astray. And so just think through here for a moment um, what verses 21 through 23 are, 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 are telling this son that um, Solomon is writing to. He's told this young man, listen to my words, um, keep my commands. Now, one of the things that's interesting is, is you know, we don't we don't necessarily have a, a particular historical context, uh, but those of us that do know something about um, Solomon's life, um, we know that while um, uh, he was a very, very wise man, 
Um, we also know that he was a man that at certain times in his life uh, was obviously led by sinful desires. And the result of being led by those sinful desires was a life of, of misery, especially toward the end. And his, his legacy is actually not one that's particularly great when you think about how um, the the united monarchy of uh, Israel splits afterwards um, uh, with his, his his unruly son um, Rehoboam, and they split into uh, different tribes, uh, southern tribes and northern tribes in Israel and Judah. And so uh, you almost kind of can get the feel that if you have an awareness of who Solomon is and a little bit more about his history from First and Second Kings, is that he knows these things a little bit by experience. He knows what it means. Um, to be led astray by sinful desires and to listen to the persuasive words and to be seduced with the smooth talk. And so the the image that he gives of uh, the son wrestling with desire is as you hear these things that are pleasing and appealing to your flesh, you're seduced with smooth talk. And it's like this ox that's headed to the slaughter, completely unaware um, like a deer stepping into um, a, a noose, so a trap that's been set that the deer does not have any awareness of. And so, um, that yeah, I, I, I grew up going hunting with my dad and uh, did a good bit of hunting um, in, in recent years. And uh, deer hunting is one of the things I enjoy. I don't, don't do it as much as I'd like, but I um, hope to do it more in the future, you know, when my kids get a little bit older or whatnot. Um, but one of the things that I enjoyed was not, I, I enjoyed hunting not because I enjoyed uh, killing. Um, far more occasions uh, when I went hunting, uh, I, didn't, I didn't kill anything, but I, I kind of observed some things. And some of the things that you observe is uh, a, a deer, uh, you know, unbeknownst to them, uh, walking to a feeder or grazing in a uh, food plot, you know, they have an awareness as they kind of walk into it that, okay, I need to be careful. I hear gunshots and things around me. But sometimes they, um, you know, they, 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 they get to eating and enjoying their, uh, their food. And then they kind of can forget that there's things around them. However, when a deer, there's a season called rut. And that, that season is when, uh, bucks are looking to mate with does. And when the rut is on, which is what you know, it's called, um, male deer go pretty much crazy. They have one thing on their mind. And it's oftentimes during that season when the the, the biggest deer are, are killed because uh, these deer that have evaded uh, killing and hunting and things like that in the years past, they're just not, they're not as careful as they were in the past. And so when I think this, this, like a deer stepping into a noose, one of the images that I have is, is, is this deer who is led away by its very natural desires. And as the result, the arrow pierces his liver, uh, like a bird darting into a snare little knowing that it will cost him his life. And so what we have to be aware of when we are wrestling with sin is that our desires, the cost of the sinful desires, 
while we may not perceive it in the moment, is our very life. And so there is a, a need for us to have an awareness, a sobriety about our mind and our thinking, uh, that there's just no such thing as, as, as innocent sins, um, where, where things that we tolerate and the things that we um, entertain, um, we, we, we can't be gullible. We can't be uh, like the youth with no sense, as he talks about, or the simple um, that are known among the young men. This is all back at the beginning of Proverbs 7. And so what I would just encourage you with this morning, uh, male or female alike, um, that while this passage is giving you know instruction regarding the adulterous desire for a young man, really it's, it's, it's kind of an archetype. It's, it's, it's an example of how all of us have these heart sins that are related to deceitful, sinful desire. And if we do not put those desires in check and under, in submission under um, Christ and repent of them and refuse them and put them to death, they will lead us um, uh, to, the, to the costing of our life and that we must take them seriously. Now, praise be to God, we have victory over the flesh through Christ, and that we are not in condemnation because he bore um, our sin in his own flesh on the tree, becoming a curse um, for us. Um, and so we, we do not have to live in fear of condemnation, uh, but what that freedom from condemnation ought to do is stir us to not go down the paths that Christ has delivered us from. He died to deliver us from. So um, let us uh, be mindful. Let us pay attention. Um, let us not uh, walk on the highway that runs to the grave, uh, but to be uh, present in our mind and sober in our thinking and submissive to God's word and will for our life. So let me pray for us this morning. I'm going to pray that God would just deliver us from, um, from the deceitfulness and the that, that tries to lead us astray. Lord God, I pray you'd have mercy upon us as your people, that you would um, uh, fill us with a sense of your power and your presence, and that you would, Lord, protect us, protect us from the evil one, protect us from the deceiver, protect us from the one that would uh, try to persuade us to our own uh, our own death, Lord. Um, sin is not anything to be trifled with, or we do not want to um, play around with it. And Lord, we, we recognize that we have been forgiven through Christ, or we, Lord, at least I pray that everyone that's listening to this has come to know Christ and trust him. If they haven't, Lord, I pray that you'd have mercy upon them and save them. Um, but Lord, even as believers, we ought to put to death what is earthly in us, Lord. We ought to live as set-apart people that have been um, sanctified um, by being filled with the Holy Spirit and united to Christ. Lord, God, um, help us. Lord, help us not to... Um, fulfill the deeds of the flesh, uh, because we've been delivered from them through Jesus Christ. Uh, Lord, we love you and we thank you, and we pray that you would be with us. Be with our children, Lord. Um, be with our friends and family. Be with our parents. Be with our grandparents, Lord. Be with our our um, our spouses, Lord. Uh, be with those that um, are in our lives, Lord, and you would protect them as well. Be with our churches, Lord, and our pastors and ministers, and protect them, Lord God, as well. Um, from the deceitfulness of sin. Lord, we bless you and we thank you. And we ask that you would hear our prayers quickly. Amen. 
All right. So in terms of our, our, our blessing, I simply ask that the Lord would bless you, um, watch over you and um, grant you to rejoice and be glad in his commandments that we might live, uh, that we might bind these truths on our heart um, as the spirit of God writes and um, calls to mind uh, these blessed truths. So be blessed. Have a wonderful day. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to catch up with you again uh, next week. I'm going to take a day off um, from doing these. And then I'll be out of town for the first few days of next week. And so uh, this will be the last one for this week. That's why it's a little bit longer. Uh, you can meditate on it a little bit longer. And then hopefully it'll be back in the saddle uh, by this time next week, next Thursday. So have a blessed day and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks.